0: This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Good morning. I hope you're doing well. So as Matthew said, if I've not met you, my name is Marina and I lead the young adults here in church. So if you are 18 to 30s, please come and join us for our next Young Adults Connect. And yeah, Matthew also gave it away. We're going into now a second part of the series, Jesus First Every Day. Who is loving it? I think Bryony did a brilliant job last Sunday. (laughs) He's speaking about worship and how we worship Jesus every day in our lives. It's not just about a Sunday morning. And today I have the privilege to bring the second part of the the series. And we are going to talk about... The most important book you can have. We're going to talk about the Bible. So we're going to talk today about Bible study. And how we put Jesus every day in our life through studying the Bible. And I don't know about you, but some people, they feel like when you talk about Bible study and studying in your Bible... It's a very hard thing to do. Some people have that like, image that the Bible is a very hard book to understand. There is many different words and many different things, and there's a lot of context. And then we never start, because it's always like, it's too hard for me. It's too hard for me. So we don't do it. And that, for me, reminds me, when I was younger and was in school, if you talk to me about physics, biology, and chemistry, that's how I felt. I know we've got some teachers in the room, and if you teach one of those, you have all my respect. But I always felt like I don't even want to do it. I would always leave it as the last. And in Brazil, when you're studying, you have to do all the subjects until you finish high school so you don't have the privilege of just saying, I don't want to study physics. I don't want to do any of those. So, but I, it would always be the ones that would be like, oh, it's exams week. And then I would study all the ones that I used to love and leave those ones for the last. And sometimes I need to confess, I would not even study much of them because they just were too hard for me. I would look at those formulas and I'd be like, what the heck is that? How am I meant to understand it? And not just that, for me it was always like, I'm never going to use that in my life. And now I find myself having conversation with my husband that he's going to say, but this is just basic physics. And I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I still don't get it. And I don't think, from, different from the Bible, I don't think I'm ever going to get it. And that's okay. So if you love it, if you understand it, and if you teach it, you have all my respect. But that's not for me. But the Bible is for all of us. Understanding the Bible, studying the Bible, is for all of us. It's part of our foundation as Christians. Because the Bible is what we base our faith on. The Bible talks about God, about who God is. But more than that, the Bible talks about who we should be. The Bible will tell you not just who God is, that's the main thing, the story that he he created. But the Bible is going to tell you who you are, who you're created to be. The Bible is going to challenge you in the things that you might need to change. So has I managed to do it with those subjects in school, and I made it. I finished high school. I finished, I did a degree. So I'm I'm good. But I, I don't remember any of that. But the Bible is for all of us. So if this morning, the first thing I want to tell you, if you find it, it's too hard. That's why I don't really get my Bible on a Monday morning on my everyday life. I always wait for the Sunday when I come to church and someone from the platform is going to teach me how to live my life. And that's what we do a lot sometimes. We, we treat the Sundays, we treat these here, the, the people that come on stage and teach. And that is a gift when we believe God speaks to people. But we, teach it, we treat it as our fear for the week But that's not what God wants. God wants to have an intimate relationship with you. He wants to reveal himself to you through your Bible, through studying it. Not just through what we say on stage. Because what we say, it is used for the whole community. But that's something that God spoke to me, what I'm sharing this morning. And I hope it will speak to you. But there is a God who wants to reveal who he is through this book. And this is a powerful book. And here at Life Church, one of our values is we are a biblical community. We value the scriptures. We see the Bible has the word of God. And we believe that this book that was written, we don't know even properly how many thousand years ago, there is a transforming power in it. God used this book to transform us. So this is what we're going to look a bit of. Why do we study the Bible? Why is it so important? What what, a bit of what is the Bible? And then I would love to give you, if you don't know where to start from, or if you have been trying, or if you have been doing it for like many, many years, or you have just tried to start it last week, maybe, I don't know. I wanna give you a few steps that you can follow that can help you start your journey with the incredible book that God has given to us. So the first thing we're gonna look into is, is it black and white? And when I say black and white, I think sometimes we, and I have done that a lot, but we go to the Bible when we have a specific problem, Or we have a specific question. And you know when you go to those people, we don't do that, right? We're Christians. But people that believe in those things, they go to people for like, can you please tell me my future? Can you please tell me what's going to happen? Can you please give me the answer for these questions? And then we do that. And then we get our Bible. And we just say, Jesus, or God, or sometimes you even don't say anything. You just open it and hope that is going to give you the answer. And let me tell you, God is so merciful and he's so good that sometimes he does. But that is not the main intent of this book. It's not to just give you the answers that you're seeking answers for. The questions you have. This book is not just for you to open when you have a problem and you want to get God to give you a solution. This book is not just when you have a big question in life. And you expect that you're going to open it, and God is going to give you the answer for that question. This book is way more. In Hebrews, the author of Hebrews talks about the the Bible, because the Bible, we believe, is the word of God. So it says, For the word of God is alive, and it's powerful. It is sharper than a sharpest two-edged sword. Cutting between soul and spirit, between joy and marrow, it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. When we look, when we read, when we study this book, it's more than to find answers. When you do that, God puts a mirror in front of you. And instead of maybe finding the answer for the questions you have, that book asks you questions back about yourself about your character, about how you're living your life, how you're treating people, how you're dealing with your relationships, with your money, with your family. The book that God has given us is way more than a book of answers. It's more than like a dictionary when you need to know what something means. It's a book that holds up a mirror in front of you And sometimes it's going to do like a sword, it's going to confront you. Because we need that, don't we? When we come to Jesus, when we get to know Jesus, and not just when we come to Jesus, throughout our whole Christian life, we always need to be transformed. So it's not just that black and white in the sense of, it's not just an answering book that I can just research for all my answers. It's a book that is going to transform me. It's a book that is going to shape me to be who God created me to be. The second thing we can look at, the Bible, it's a story. But it's not a merry story that you read on a fairy tale or the book you might read for your kids or for your grandchildren or the book you read like a novel. It, it has it all in here. If you like, I was thinking about it, and I thought about like when you, if you have Netflix or any of other platforms, and you go like, and you search for all the the things that you like, or the type of like suspense, action, whatever, the Bible's got it all. If you read the whole book, like Netflix is not the most creative thing. Everything happened before. Like loads of those stories, suspense, murder, marriage, all the, the good and the bad of humanity, it's written here. But the Bible, it's a story that God is writing. It's the ultimate story of love and redemption. It's a story that tells a story of people that chose death. But a God that went to the limits, to the most extreme length to bring those people back into life. It's a book that is telling a story of salvation. Yeah. So it is a story. But let me also tell you, it's a story that is not finished yet. When you read it, when you study it, and you let it shape you, and you receive that, God gives you a part to play. When you read it, you discover that it's a story that tells you what happened in the past, what people have done in the past, how God has brought us through, through Jesus, but gives you a part to play. It shows you that it is a story that it's unfolding in front of us. We're here. We're part of that. So it's a story that it's more than just a book that you read It's a book that transforms you and gives you a part to play. And the next thing that I would love us to think about is, do you know when you are invited to go to a wedding or a birthday party or invited to go anywhere, people normally don't give you a book as an invite. In Brazil normally sometimes, I don't know if it's a thing here, I can't remember that, but when you are invited to a wedding and you were one of the bridesmaid or one of the groomsmen, they will give you a little book telling you what you have to dress, all those details, but it's not a proper book. But you normally don't get, when you ask for, like you receive an invite, you don't get a big book with so many pages, depends on the size of the letter, so I'm not going to say specific many pages, but you don't get a book that contains 66 books in it. But this book is an invitation. Yeah. When we decide to say, I want to put Jesus every day, and one of the ways that I'm going to do it, I'm going to dig deep in his words. You are saying, Jesus, I receive your invite to be transformed. Jesus, I receive your invite for the part you want me to play. Jesus, I receive your invite to discover who you are. Jesus, I receive your invite and I will let you tell me who am I and what are the purpose you have for my life. When we receive this invite, let me tell you, it comes with a cost. When we say, Jesus, yes, I want it, it comes with a cost. It will cost you your old self. It cost me my old self. Every single time I open my Bible, it cost me my old self. And it's not my old self from, I lost track of time, but I said yes to Jesus as a child. And I kind of made a real commitment when I was 15. It's not that 15 years old that it cost. It's cost my old self of today. Because it's alive and it's powerful to transform me every time I open it. So when you say, Jesus, yes, I'm going to receive your invite to open it every day, to put you first every day, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you your old self. Because Jesus is going to make you, he's going to turn you into someone new every day when you read it, when you decide to open this book. He's not just going to transform you into someone new He's going to transform you into someone who is more like him. He transforms us into someone who is more like him every day. So saying that, I would love to give a few practical steps on how to start. Because, hey, you don't want to just know God from what we say on the platform. You also want to know God for yourself in your everyday life. In, a, in your morning or in your evening, whatever time it works for you, God wants to reveal himself for you. And what I'm gonna say here, it's very simple, but it's a great way to start. It's a great way to, how do I start reading the Bible? How do I start it? It's, for me, it seems like so hard. So that's why sometimes I just leave it behind. I just leave it, no, tomorrow. Do you know, do you know those things like a diet? Monday, it's always the Monday, and then it's like this bank holiday. You're not going to start on a Monday of bank holiday, are you? You won't. I'm pretty sure tomorrow you'll be like, no, I thought about starting a diet today. I thought about starting this today, but it's bank holiday. But then it's Tuesday, so let's leave it for next Monday. There's always a good excuse. But let's not do that with the Bible. Let's not neglect this book that God has given us. So the first thing I would suggest, and let me tell you, there's not a formula like physics, chemistry, maths, and all that. So in the Bible, there's not a formula. There's not one specific way to do it. There's many different ways to do it. So I'm going to give you something very simple. You might know some people in this room, I'm pretty sure. We know a lot. Some people will know many other different ways. But this, I think, is a helpful way, especially if you want to start. So the first thing I would suggest for you to do is pray. When you get your Bible, pray. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will speak to you. The Holy Spirit is the one who can reveal to you what this book is saying. If you do it just trusting your own understanding, you might fail it. We need to trust in God and in the Holy Spirit. So when you get your Bible, when you start, okay, I'm going to give it a go. Before you read, pray and say, invite the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Invite the Holy Spirit to to show you what He wants to show you in that passage that you're reading. So, the first thing, pray. The second thing, of course, you read it. But then, my suggestion would be read it, read it again, and read it over again. And if it's needed, read it again, and read it in different versions. So we have, there is the, the Bible app that you can find um, anyone who has a, a cell phone, it's available for Androids and iPhones. So there's the Bible app that I don't even know how many versions they have there, how many different languages they have there. So that's not really, like I love reading and sometimes I'm reading it and I'm like, mm. Do I really get this? And then I put it in Portuguese because it's my my first language. So I was like, oh, okay. That makes more sense reading in my own language. But there's many versions that can help you. The most complicated ones that will have very hard words for you to understand or for some people to understand, like me. But there's also ones that will really help you and very easy to read. So after you pray, read. Read it again and over again. After that, then a good thing to do is to try to understand it and to, to ask some questions like, who who wrote it? Why did they write it? To, like, when did they write it? To whom would they write it for? What was the context there? So you can like Google it. You can, if you are more like traditional, you can, maybe some people have books that will give you a lot of context, but try to find out a bit of the context of that passage. So it helps you understand it better. So it helps us to get the Bible and not just make it work for what I want in the moment, but actually gives God the opportunity to speak to me. So do a bit of research if possible. Then after you've done that, you prayed, you read, you understood a bit more about that passage then it's time to meditate. We live in a society that everything is so fast, so we are very like active. I'm a very active person in a way like I always try to respond quickly to a need or, or trying like if there is a problem. My husband is a problem solver. So if you tell him a problem, if you're not asking for a solution, he's going to try to find your solution. And that's like sometimes how I also see myself in life It's like, no, no, the next thing, okay, I read it. This is the context. So God's speaking this. God's saying, no. Just stop. Meditate. Let the words sink in. Let them sink in, in you, in your heart. Because if you don't do that, we're just gaining more knowledge. And what God wants from you when you read your Bible, when you study it, what He wants from us is not just to give us more knowledge. He wants us to teach us something and to transform us. So when you stop and you say, God. I'm going to stop now, and I'm going to meditate. Maybe you need some music, whatever works for you. And just listen to God. Let that sink in your heart. Because if it doesn't sink in your heart, it just stays here. And here it's only knowledge. And then the last thing is, if we apply it, if we read it, if we understand it. And okay, God spoke to me. But if we don't do anything with that, then... What well, actually was the point? We need to apply. So it's maybe it's just ask yourself your question. What am I going to do? What the passage says and means. or What God spoke to me. Maybe it's just, I'm just going to change how I speak to people. That's very simple like that. Maybe I'm just gonna change how I treat my kids or my husband or my friends. Maybe I'm just gonna God is just giving me a nudge to start sharing more about him in my workplace or in my university, in my school. Maybe it's just a very something that seems so simple. Don't make a huge plan, because if we just make a huge plan, it's hard to apply. Find something that is simple. How can I apply this to my life today? Jesus, which way do you want to sharp me today? You, which way do you want to shape me today to be more like you? So those are the simple steps that you can take to study your Bible. And start tomorrow. Yes, bank holiday. You want to have a lion? It's okay. You can do it after. Or maybe you can do it at the end of your day. Some people like to do it at the end of the day in a way of like, I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to have that in my mind. But start tomorrow. Maybe these things that I said, is not helpful to you. That's okay. But open your Bible and just pray and open and read at least. I guarantee God's going to speak to you. And if you have doubts, if you have questions, and you're finding it hard, there's many people in our church community that can help you, that can try to, okay, let's navigate that. Because, and the last thing is, God, he wants to take you on a journey. He wants to take you on a journey. Do you know, reading the Bible is not something that we just are born with that desire, If you were, I admire you. And I remember as a kid, my mom was quite strict with some things, and she would make me read the Bible every day. And a lot of the times I would have questions, and those questions would be shut down. Because I was too young, because and I need to confess, sometimes it was because I was a woman. And the questions were shut down. I couldn't find the answers. Oh, you're just too nosy, you're too curious. And I ended up in my mid-twenties in university to study the Bible. Because there was such a desire in my heart to understand more about this book. Because from very young, I believed that this book is power. It transforms. And I believed that God wanted to take me on a journey. And let me tell you, I've read the, the whole Bible a few times. I did Theology. I studied this book for four years. But every day when I open it, God showed me something new. Every day when I decide God shaped me more like who you want me to be, he teaches me something new. It's incredible. Sometimes I read a passage that I'm like, I thought I had got all that I could from this passage, but he still gives me something new. Because as we read in Hebrews, this book is alive. It's alive and it's powerful. So God wants to take you on a journey that I hope starts tomorrow. And He's going to show a lot of who He is. And He's going to shape you to be more like Him. And as I said, sometimes we do go to the Bible to, to try to find answers. Because... We don't have all the answers to big questions in life. We don't know all of them. We don't know everything. And sometimes we do need, God, I just need my next step. Because the world we live in, it's in darkness. And I love what David says. He says, your word is a lamp on my feet. What David is saying is, his word, when you decided to receive the invite that Jesus is giving to you, is a lamp on your feet. And a lamp on, your, on my feet here, as you can see, it's not, it doesn't show me the way to get to the door. But it shows me the next step. And the next step. And the next step. But David, but the thing is, David doesn't stop there. And the Bible is not just there to show you your next step and your next step and your next step. David says, your word is a lamp on my feet and it's a light that shows me the pathway. It will show you your future. The Bible, this powerful book, it's translated in more than 2,200 languages. It's been sold every second, of every minute, of every hour, of every day in the last two years. If you combine Harry Potter, Da Vinci Code, The Lord of the Rings, all together, it doesn't compare to that. This is the most smuggled book in the whole world. It's the most stolen book in the world. And it's a book that it's a life and can transform you. It's a book that when you decided, I'm going to go for it, Jesus wants to take you on a journey. Do you know that hold up the mirror in front of you? It's a journey. He transforms us every day, every day and every day. But it depends on me, on you, on us. It depends on, you can live your life Coming every Sunday and thinking that the message we give here is all you need for your week. But let me tell you, there is a God who wants to reveal himself within these pages. He wants to show you who he is through these pages. When you open it, do you know those 3D books? It's kind of that. You have a whole new perspective in the world of Christian life, of people, and of yourself. He wants to take you on a journey. It he will help you with your next step, but it's going to show you the pathway. It's going to meet you where you are right now, but it's going to show you who you can be and what God has got for you. So I pray that hearing that, you're going to say, I can't wait. No, you said tomorrow, I'm going to start Today. I'm going to get home, and I'm going to open my Bible today. If that's all you're saying that God can do, if I open this book, I believe He can. Start today then. Don't even wait for tomorrow. This is a powerful book. And it transforms lives. And God takes you on a journey on that. He takes you on a journey on that. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at on social media or our website Life Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation and the nations with the good news about Jesus.